Hey, Ryan, did you give Lester the address? No, man. I thought you gave him the address. I, s- I sent him an email saying to wear address. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe that's why he didn't make it here. Carly, you know, mind if Lester's not here? Uh, who? Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge Presents the Chat Show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and we're live from the new Edge HQ. That's right. The podcast funds have come in and we've bought new premises. We've downsized from the palatial mansion that was old Edge HQ, and we're now in the penthouse. And by we, I mean I'm I'm joined by Ryan. Special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? Good, good. How yeah. are you liking the new premises? I, I like the new digs, and it's a really nice part of town. It's it great. is, yeah. I know. It's you know. The, you know, the the only bums around here sort of asking for money are Lester. And that's he's right. not even here today. No, that's so. right. So he didn't get bothered on the way in. It was I fantastic. I know. It's like I've got change in my pocket and no one's, no one's hassling me for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It is. And how you been? Do you found the place all right? It's, it's yeah. a bit further for you to travel. It is a little bit further for me to travel and that was uh, that was a little bit of miscommunication, uh, well, an internal miscommunication. I gave myself the regular 10 minutes to get there and actually it was more like 20. So you that's were a bit, a, I was like, I wonder. I thought, yeah. oh, new, a new place, new address. I'm yeah. thinking though... Maybe we should get a Kickstarter so you can get a limo to record. Yeah. That, I think that'd be good. Actually, that'd be worthwhile. Yeah. I could write my questions on the way that way. Just yeah. a stretch limo. <laughs> but I think yeah. with limos, you've got to hire them for two hours. So, yeah. we'd either, you'd have to take the scenic route. Because from what your abode to here, it's, what is it, about 20 minute drive? About that, yeah. Depending on traffic. Yeah, yeah. And so Which, you, by the way, was quite uh, was quite heavy today. There's some sort of festival going on there in the middle of um, in the middle of Petersham. Uh, Petersham, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a festival. Well, we should actually before we rabbit on about what's going on. Sure. We should our guest. We've we've we thought we've gone local. We've cast local the new area. We sort of thought who is here. We went to. I'm getting tongue tied with the intro. So yeah, I'm just I know. excited having back on. Yeah. He's on, I think, episode 99 and 100. So yeah, yeah, that's it's right. been a while. It's been about 20 episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, Carlo Sands, how are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm great, in fact. Very, yeah. very excited to be back. Well, yeah, um, and it's your neighbourhood, isn't it? Absolutely, all the way from just down the street. That's true. Well, we should tell, um, I don't know if I've mentioned, the new area is Summer Hill. It's mm. eight kilometres geographically from Sydney CBD, about six kilometres from Old Edge HQ. Yeah, yeah. So, how long have you been here, Carlo? Oh, 2007. So I'm oh, a, oh wow! You're a veteran. Here, yeah. You're a, that's a you're a local. <laughs> you're embedded. Where's the wall? Oh really? Once so I'm stuck. Least, yeah, basically, once you're in the hill, you are. Oh, the Summer Hill Mafia. You're in once you're in. Oh, I gotta admit, go. like me and Jen, when we my, the reason the reason for moving from our JHQ is I'm I'm getting married in a month or so and moving in with the future wife, and we thought. We wanted to compromise. Now, Jen lives out at Homebush, and I lived in Edge HQ, which was Darlington. And I said, like, I, like, I'm fussy about where I live. And, well... <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, well, Sydney's a very expensive city, as you'd know. Yes. And so, obviously, where Edge HQ is, is to get something as nice as what we've got now, I'd be paying... Yeah, in, we'd be kick-starting just to pay my rent every week. Oh, back where Edge HQ was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the rents have gone through the roof in the inner city, haven't they? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it has. And Summer Hill is, it's a lovely area. Like, we just mm. discovered it. And it's, if you guys remember that movie F- Funny Farm with Chevy Chase? Yes, yes, I remember that. He moves to this, oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. If you haven't, and if you haven't listened, check it out. It's a really good movie. Basically, I won't, it's not a spoil, but they move to this country town. Everything's perfect. Everything's ideally. <laughs> And then it just all goes I to think shit. You, I, I think you're fairly safe to spoil Funny Farm, Marcus. <laughs> well, came, you know. came, came out of the 90s. I don't think it's going to be experiencing any kind of resurgence anytime soon. <laughs> it was a good movie. It was It was okay. It was okay. But, I mean, you know, not, not one of Chevy Chase's best. But it was funny. It was oh, funny. I'd, I'd put it up there. I mean, he's made some shit. Yes. But... Well, it sounds like that's what Summer like not having seen the film, that is pretty much Summer Hill. Well, you, Summer you Hill... You discover that. You discover, it looks very nice on the outside. Uh, you'll, you'll discover it's a lot tougher. Well, so uh, the, str- the streets are pretty tough. Around well, here, so. I've so far it's just been like idyllic everything. Yeah. Like I've had dogs come up to me. Cafes are <laughs> lovely. That was a rat. People are nice. Like, and this is the <laughs> IGA at Summer Hill. Yeah. Sells my favourite brand of drink and my favourite chips. Now that might sound like chips are everywhere. Yeah. Sandboy barbecue sandboys yeah, are very hard to get. Else. No, the IGA has them. The yellow nutrient water. There's only one shop in Sydney I've seen that has it, which is near my old house. The IGA has it and has it for 80 cents cheaper. Now, I'm expecting is now that we've moved in, we've signed the year lease. 
Is are they going to stop stocking all these products? Yeah, they've done that. They've done I, their research. That's how some hill sucks you in. They've done their research on every poten- every potential resident of this place. They do their research. They found out that you you're a sucker for Sandboy barbecue. Those, those Sandboy barbecue chips yeah, are laced with they're, they're laced with mind uh, control drugs. Yeah. Never again will you see them. In fact, they don't have any chips. They just put those chips in just yep. for when you walked in. Those I knew chips it. All from I knew the it. IGA. Like, and then you, you never be able to leave again. That's it. I'm stuck. Well, I'm stuck. We're stuck here for a, we're stuck here for a year because the lease is signed and. You know, you, you don't, I'm not going to break a lease. And plus, uh, having moved yesterday, I don't want to fucking do it again. Yeah. It's But yeah. have you been in the same place for eight years? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. wow. Because yeah. we actually looked at your block of units. Yeah, you were saying. You would have been right. Um, your unit would have backed right onto mine, I think. Oh, would it? Wow. Because yeah. we, like, you, you live in a lovely block of units. But what stopped me from purchasing, oh, not purchasing, renting. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> We comics in Sydney. We joke about purchasing property. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you anyway. That was gonna happen if Ray White actually came through for you there on that. Uh... Oh, no, he hasn't. Ray White, shout yeah, out. There's yeah. still time to make amends. That's we'll right. delete episodes for a house. We will. But um, yeah, but it was like like we went through the open home in that flat, and it was a really nice flat. It was slightly bigger than this one and had built-ins. Mm. But I look out the window and see a nude old man masturbating. <laughs> You get sick of that. Oh, like, you so know. it's close to the entertainment quarter as well. Yeah, it. It was like, at first I was like, Lester, you put on weight? No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So we, we, we just we backed it's out of that it's one. It's a halfway house for people. Yeah, which is cool. And I mean, I, good. I think they're great for the community. Just yeah. not in my backyard, Shani. Mm. I'm getting... Actually, I feel like I am getting old moving around here. Like, mm. you know, I'm genuinely excited now to go to Ikea and get stuff for the house. Yeah, yeah. This is the place for you. This is the neighbourhood I think I've moved... Is, yeah, it's... The nest... You've got the Ikea nesting instinct made famous in that uh, in that movie Fight Club. You know, you, you're going to fill the place out with uh, with everything that a modern man needs. Well, mate, I went down to the shops today and I was like, I wonder if I could get a dish drainer because I need a dish drainer for the sink. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, and I couldn't decide, but I'm, I'm actually thinking about... Like, in the past, Edge HQ was filled with... Our shopping was just walking around the streets or going over to Mossman on hard rubbish night. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. But now I'm like, far out, I'm buying new stuff. Yeah. I think maybe the mind control is working. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we're just growing up. You become an indoctrinated suburbanite in uh, in Summerhill. They've they've gotten to you. I can tell. So you you, you, if you're going to get a dish rack, I'm assuming that means that you do not have a dishwasher in the new place. No, not a dishwasher. Not a dishwasher. But you know, I don't mind doing the dishes. Do you have a dishwasher? I do, and I can tell you right now, it's. I know this that qualifies as as the as the sort of grandest of first world problems. But I just I could not fucking fathom moving to a place that didn't have one now. Just it just yeah you know, it it's just so, life is so much easier with a dishwasher. See the very first place I lived in was in Sydney had a dishwasher. It was a new apartment had a dishwasher, hmm. but it was me and my mate. And each night I'd use a plate and a fork. And you can't you're not supposed like he's like you got to fill it up. Oh, for water conservation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm, uh, you know, I care about the environment, unlike you, Ryan. <laughs> but so you know, you'd have to wait a whole week before you could turn the thing on. Yeah, yeah. But I take it you're just like, oh, I'm a plate short. Just go grab some plates, put some sauce on it, and chuck it in. Is that? Well, you know, I think if you if you do the rinse, if you do the old rinse first, so that there's not nothing food like getting caked That's on right. and sticking in your dishwasher for but in that the case, week. How, how much time do you actually save? Given that if you've got to rinse it anyway, and then you've got to pack it mm. and unpack it, it doesn't take long to rinse something. Versus versus like filling up. Does and it like, take long to wash something? No, no. Like Not if you let it rinse as well. And then there's like, the drying, and then there's the no. It's a, it's a good place no, to see start. The, the, the drying. That's where you got. That's the thing. The drying. Yeah. You don't need to dry anymore. If you get a good dish rack, that's right. You wash your plates. <laughs> you put them there. They air dry. They, well, they dry I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like you guys. I don't like to leave everything out all the time, <laughs> hanging around. All no, no, you just like oh, yeah, hide yeah, it your in your little. Got to be. Yeah, yeah, OCD. yeah, yeah. That's right. The Kitchen's got to be neat and tidy. Put everything in the dishwasher, including, the, including the dirty tea towels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was like, oh, I got guests coming over. Just chuck, just it, chuck in it in the dishwasher. dishwasher. Yeah, the yeah. dishwasher is like your cupboard, isn't it? Pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I've got the cereal in there as well, just in case. You know, don't like having that out on the counter. You don't actually have a dishwasher. You've just got a cupboard with a leak in it. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, that's it's right. just like a hot water tap that's dripping down. <laughs> exactly right. I, I can tell you right. I can tell you right now, though. This is a fact. If you have, if you do store your whip in the dishwasher, don't accidentally turn it on. Because uh, <laughs> if you've ever seen a dishwasher with constipation, <laughs> have you ever done the challenge where? You chuck a wheat bix in your mouth and you try. You got to eat it in thirty seconds. I have, yeah, yeah, amazing. They're just sponges for saliva. Yeah, they those things, yeah. Stru- you cannot do it. It's not. We possible. had a guy. I remember it was on a water polo trip away, and we dared one of the guys 
Scott Wilson, big shout out if you're here. And he's like, two wheat bix in a minute. He's like, easy. Yeah, yeah. He almost choked. Yeah, yeah. Like, because we're all laughing. Like, we've hidden the how, water. How, how, much, how much did you bet him? Oh, you, I can't. It, remember. it was for the glory. It, was, it would have been lollies back in those yeah. days. It was young and innocent <laughs> days. It wasn't, you know, it would have been like, you know, a bag of lollies oh, or something okay, or yeah, a can yeah. of Coke. Yep. But yeah, it almost cost him his life <laughs> choking. <laughs> Imagine that death by wheat bix. Oh, another one. <laughs> yeah, the coroner's like, I'm sick of these. <laughs> Just weepings are disallowed. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of stuff you'd choke on, boys, I don't know, mate, you're a bit hungry. Who's up for an onion? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Is this, you're Tasmanian. Is, is this common practice in Tasmania? Is it just no. I didn't even world? know we grew onions. <laughs> it's the apple aisle, not the onion. Do you think you got confused? Yeah. Because I, like, I can imagine, you know, now, yeah. for those who don't know what we're talking about, our dear leader, Tony Abbott, on a trip to Tasmania to demonstrate how fresh local produce was. Ate a whole onion, skin peel and all. Like just, I haven't seen how the does footage. That Did he do it in one bite, or was it no, just? Well, the footage that you can see is he just chomps into it, and everyone laughs and kind of shocked. Holy crap! What the hell is going on? Uh, and that's what you can see. Because uh, I heard he finished the whole onion. Like yeah. I can understand if he was like, like I could understand if he was biting in like with an onion. You take the skin off, and then because like I'll admit, uh, in a salad, I do like raw onion. Like I yeah, can yeah, eat yeah. it, I don't mind That's it. In small little bits. Like, yeah, yeah, chopped up, but not like. a bit of a bit of flavour in yeah. the uh, yeah in the salad. So the, the the two things before we started the record, you said I want to bring up Abbott and the onion. My first thought was, geez, is he that notorious that the onion is writing articles about him now? But but actually, it turned out you were talking about this incident. Well, my which, thought, which which the other thing I was going to say was that um, I, my favourite caption of that story during the week was something along the lines of, um, you know, it's like you're watching one of those movies where an alien like tries its best to fit in by like picking up a banana and eating it fully peeled and, and not understanding that that's not the right thing to do. He's a bit like an alien though. Like I have to admit like, you know, the whole like, you know, this David Icke, like the, our rulers are really lizards. It's not, a, it's not a theory that I've ever given the slightest bit of credence to before Abbott. And you look at Abbott and go like, there must be conspiracy nuts out the, there. The, the, the proof. The crab Finally, people. we've got proof. Like, yeah, see, like, yeah. I thought when he bit and ate an onion whole, I thought he was sending out a threat to all the satirical websites. Like, bring it on. I will yeah, eat you. Because like, yeah. you know, we, we, we should disclose at this point, we all contribute to that great satirical site, theunaustralian.net, yeah. we're all contributing. Yeah. And yes. I thought it was a bit of a threat. I think, I think the Unaustralian might have tweeted, you know, yeah. is he challenging us? Because it's like yeah, yeah. an onion, it's a pretty poignant thing to eat. It, it is. Symbol- it could have been symbolic. It could yeah. be what he's it, doing to satire. I he's reckon. Like, he's consuming satire. Like, yeah, he is. Very he is. It's, it's, like... it's quite hard. Like, you, I do double takes on loads of headlines these days thinking that's, that's, that's got to be one of ours. Like, that's got to yeah. be an Unaustralian article, but it's actually in the Sydney Morning Herald or whatever. Well, the, the, that, that, believe it or not, the onion wasn't the stupidest thing he did this week. Did you read the message he recorded for the Irish Business Association? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't even use it. They were insulted. Yeah, yeah. Insulted yeah. The- Tony oh. Abbott gets on, on camera. Hoi, toi, 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 toi. Time for a drink. Yeah, yeah. The English make the laws, the Scottish <laughs> the money, and the <laughs> Irish the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like... What an a-hole. But I was thinking, like, I just thought on The Onion... Do you think maybe it was a bet? Like, have you seen that movie, Steve Martin movie, Leap I, I of tell Faith? You, I tell you what I reckon it is. I tell you what I reckon it is. It's a new strategy to save the Bali Nine duo. They're just hoping that video gets over to Indonesia and those guys will go, we don't know what the fuck he's going to do next. He's like, he's, <laughs> this guy is unhinged. He's gonna, no wonder he's gonna Shoko's not taking his call. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, is this guy going to prank call me? That's right. No, but honestly, there's a movie, Steve Martin, Leap of Faith. Have either of you guys seen it? Uh, Steve Martin plays like a faith oh, healer. Yeah, 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 I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. But what the, they do, he does these big sermons, and it, before each sermon, all his cast and crew put in a word, and he has to mention it. And if they do, so he has to say aluminum siding. In yeah, his yeah. Ma- so do you think one of like you know maybe Peter Credlin because she looks like a jokester. She's just like, hey Tony. Yeah. Fifty bucks says you can't eat a whole onion in an interview. I reckon. Yeah. Actually, that's a great. I reckon that's a great theory. What he's done is. Like she's had the she's had a bit of her power stripped away from her recently, you know, because of all the complaints from other ministers, and and you know ultimately that's Abbott's done that, and so she's just slipping in the odd piece of policy advice <laughs> just to fuck with him now. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you eat an onion? Do you trip to the to, to prove how fresh produce is? And he's dumb enough to just go, that's a great idea. I think I'll do that. It's like oh, I've seen you know. The Irish love being told they're alcoholics and like to party. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, go yeah. for it, go for yeah, it. Yeah. Great contributions. Yeah, yeah. But I think maybe, maybe this could be the new strategy for Tony. Like, he could be, um, you know, like thinking like, 
because it's getting us talking. The fact that we're devoting about 10 minutes on a podcast talking yeah, yeah. about a dude eating an onion. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this could just be a whole new Tony where like, okay, I'll give him something. I'll give him, you know, the bad news, you know, we're going to do all this, but then I'll do something wacky. Except that, except that politics is the antithesis of the old saying, any publicity is good publicity because, you know, I mean, we're talking about it, but we're... I mean, yeah. would you vote I for a man that behaves like that? Probably yeah, I think he's no. reached peak ridicule. I don't think he can come back. <laughs> like, I just see, like, they're going to get rid of him sooner or later for the simple reason that no one can ever take this guy seriously again. See, right? I think, and this is getting into serious territory here, I think he's rebound, like, he survived the first spill. But have you noticed, did you, either of you guys watch Australian Story last week? No, I didn't see it. It was about um, uh, a lovely gent, I apologise, I can't remember his name, a uh, Middle Eastern gentleman based out in the Western Sydney who's doing his best for oh, the Oh, the GP. Yeah, the GP. Yeah, yeah. Doing, he's a really good... But one of the people on there who actually... And it's the first time I've ever seen him smile and speak humanely was Scott Morrison. Mm. Yeah, he's changing his image lately. He's doing the PR yeah, yeah, push. I think, yeah, I think Tony yeah. is going to hold it. Till Scott gets, and I think Scott Morrison, he's changed his whole thing. I think Tony and Co have realised, yeah, I'm not going to hold, I'm not going to win us the next election. Let's hand over to someone else who's more evil, other because yeah. like, I think the Liberals' policy is pretty much anyone other than Malcolm, yeah, because yeah. none of them want Turnbull. So I think, I think Morrison will be the one to. I think Tony next time there's hint of a spill, Tony will step aside for Morrison. I think so. I think Turnbull's got enough support to grab the leadership. It's not just in that, the party. That, no, 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 I don't no. think he does. No, I think he does. It's just not from the far right faction and liberals. They hate him, of course. But and that's why, of course, that they're, they're, they're strategizing now and grooming Morrison, as you say. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously coming to the coming to the party on that and starting to to, to look a bit more like a teddy that's, bear than that's, the. That's, than, that's a light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. So you can have Scott Morrison. So you can have Scott Morrison. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I. But having said that, I think Morrison um, is is not going to be the leader before the next election. I, I still think it's going to be Turnbull. It'll happen in the next six months or so. I will. Let, let's. We should have a wager on this because I'm. I'm pretty. After seeing Australian Story, I'm adamant Morrison will be the next leader of the Liberal Party. Yeah, and I think he'll go to the next election. I think coming up, we've got the New South Wales state election. Yes, which will a lot if Baird, who is a pretty popular premier and. Not popular with everybody. Well, not no, not, no, not no. popular with local graffiti artists. If you saw what they did to his yeah. bus, oh, what I did. What, did someone draw dick and balls? Did somebody drew dick and balls all over yeah, his bus. Yeah. That was pretty good, actually. And fair, fair props. His response to it was pretty funny. He said, "Well, Sydney is an art town, and sometimes <laughs> they produce art that's good, and sometimes they don't." I, but like, that's his stick. His stick is on the everyday bloke. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's yeah. actually like I disclaimer. I'm, I did a gig where I had to MC for him, and there was a lot of downtime backstage and. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Like, but it was just pretty much me, him, and the security guard in there. And like, I've been around a lot of famous people. I've I've done it for a few. Well, a, a former prime minister I've MC'd for, and he was a nice guy. Like, he was genuinely interested. He was like, you know, with politicians, sometimes they come off as slimy. Yeah. Like he to me, it was just like we were having a chat. We were talking about stuff, and he was a nice. And the security guard was saying, he goes. This guy's a decent bloke. Like I, I know it, it pains me to endorse someone from the Liberal Party, but he's <laughs> in the wrong job. Yeah, no, yeah. he's just like like it's a, and yeah, he's. I mean, it's yeah, he's a nice guy, and yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, it's it's funny though. Uh, being a nice guy is not going to stop him from selling off everything, no, is it? Not. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that. Like I'm against that, but my problem is, what has the other is the other side going to do? Like, what is Luke Foley? The same thing. Yeah, While pretending not. I mean, to. I'm That's pretty, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that Labor had this policy before. Yeah, well, you know, when they knifed it. How many premiers did they go through? Well, in Queensland, they did it, didn't they? Um, that's, that's pretty yeah. much why Anna Bly got, got exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, that's why she got done. And then, but uh, the other thing is that's partly why they they got rid of Robertson, like because he's associated with that policy from his role in New New South Wales, opposing one of the first things Foley said. He's not saying it now because this is their election strategy. That and showing pictures of bed with um. Habit. Hope, yeah, we take yeah. habit um, as many as they can find. But yeah, it's literally that he, he said, I'm not, I'm not so ideological on privatisation, which means I'm more pro-privatisation ah. when he first came in. So yeah, I just, yeah, they'll, I mean, if their mandate is, if they, get, if they manage to somehow win this election on the basis of that, that will stop it for a while. But yeah. They'll find a way to, they'll try well, and the find The thing it, that's yeah. going to hold it up, and this is what I hate about New South Wales politics. Sorry to all our listeners from other <laughs> states. Like, I realise we do have a lot getting more. serious but, now. No, no, well, yeah, yeah it is. One of the most I mean, boring topics. No, no, well, no, New South Wales, the upper house, if I could eradicate one form of government, it would be the New South Wales upper house. Because the balance of power is held by a dickhead 
and I will say the word dickhead, sue me prick, from the, new, from the Shooters and Fishers party. Mm. He has the balance of power. Now, this gentleman, I can't think of his name. And but the upper house in New South Wales no, but, has no power. No, like, it does. It really no, does, it, it does. Really because They've got no review at all. No, no, they can veto stuff. They, it's not like it is to get stuff passed through. The government has to deal with this asshole from the Shooters and Fishers mm. or the alternative, Fred, Fred Nile, yeah. who, a man who's blocked me on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, incidentally, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I've been blocked by four people on Twitter. Fred Nile, Russell Crowe, <laughs> Chris Brown, and Ostentatious. Yeah, right. So what I'm saying is to the organisers of the Dickhead Festival, <laughs> sorry I can't book it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, don't, I didn't, you know, didn't realise this. I didn't know I'd been blocked by Russell Crowe. And it was just because it it was a joke I made about him. I can't remember what, like it was, what was the last, oh, the thing about women in Hollywood. I think I made some joke about it. It wasn't even that offensive. And then whoever manages his account just went block. Like I'm, I'm honoured to think that, you know, Russ is sitting there on his 15 kilometre (laughs) bike ride, looking at his Twitter going, MWO made a joke, block. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fred yeah, Nile, yeah. I got blocked. We were having a discussion. Fred doesn't believe in marriage equality. I do. We were having a discussion. And I was being polite. I wasn't being rude. I wasn't saying, mm. you're a pompous old git. You're- I was arguing with Bible verses. Because I went to an Anglican school. I know my way around the Bible. I said, Jesus showed love and compassion. You're not showing that. And after three interactions, blocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But that's not what Christianity's about, according to Reverend Fred Nile, is it? <laughs> and funnily enough, actually, one thing, Summerhill... Down on Parramatta Road, there's a giant billboard with his face on it. Yeah. It's, or maybe it's more like Lewisham. All right. I'm just saying shout that the guys to with the you. cock and balls. That's right. Shout out to the, <laughs> shout, shout out to the bus graffiti. Is get down yeah, to that sign and it. do your work. Tweet yeah. at MW double underscore OH. I'm yeah. willing to hold a ladder. <laughs> yeah. I'm not artistic. You know, yeah. I'm, my medium of cock and balls isn't but my but thing. But if it's look, the police look, listening, you, you, you never you, held a ladder. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 that's right. But the whole thing, yeah. I'll, I'll stand off at a distance and tell you if you're hanging it straight or not. <laughs> more jizz, you're on the more jizz. <laughs> but the other one, like the new, the reason I hate the guy from the Shooters and Fishers, I should clarify this. I have nothing but disdain for this man. Like I'm, I'm not a vegetarian. I eat meat. Do you guys eat meat? No. Yeah. I try. <laughs> I try to eat ethically. I like. I don't. You know all that yada yada. Like I don't. I believe if well, <laughs> you should be an ethics professor. You get in there. I, I try and do things ethically. Bloody blah, blah yada well, yada. You know, like I, in an ideal world, like I believe, I'm not one of those people. I think I don't oppose hunting. Mm. In that, I think if you kill something and you eat it, I don't have a problem. Mm. But if you're just killing something for the sport of it, I think you've got mental issues. The guy from the shooters party. Nobody, he hunts, tra- nobody hunts for food anymore, really, do they? I mean, it's just oh, other than fishing. No, well, like maybe. I know, like yeah, I, fishing. Yeah. I listen to a podcast, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He runs a deer farm. Like yeah. he's got his own deer farm, and once a year they get an animal biologist in, and they say, "Look, you got to cull five from the herd." They hunt that. It's for the herd's long. I don't have a problem with that. Mm. But the shooters and fishers dickwad. He went to Africa to shoot an elephant. Yeah, an elephant. Now, I think of all the animals, like a deer is agile, there's a bit of sport in that. How the fuck is there sport in shooting an elephant? Oh, look. What, you didn't like Baba, you fucking (laughs) twat? I don't know. I mean, hunting in Africa in general, I mean, I don't think... I don't think there's much sporting about using a high-powered rifle yeah. from a thousand metres away or however however far away it is when they shoot those things. But see, this is my problem. This man gets to decide legislation in New South Wales when I think he should be in a fucking asylum. Yeah. I mean, if you go and look next on... To the one next to, room next to Glenn McGrath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, Glenn McGrath, he was, he was depressed. It was, oh, he was, it was depressed. upset. That's okay. You know? My wife died, I shoot animals. Sad, I want to go shoot an elephant. <laughs> yeah. So Les Murray's contribution, the poet Les Murray's contribution is depression is like the black dog, but um, Glenn McGrath's depression is like when you have to go and shoot an elephant. Or, <laughs> or when you have to go shoot a black dog. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But the whole, oh, Glenn McGrath, I forgot about who are Glenn McGrath. Did you, have you noticed yeah. ever since Glenn McGrath came out with those hunting photos... Ryan Rhino Harris has gone into hiding. He hasn't made an appearance <laughs> at the World Cup. You yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, hey Ryan, you got to come to training. We've got a new guest bowling coach, Glenn McGrath. He's, he's developed a twitch and he's looking over his shoulder all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he said, "Can you wear some clothes from Target?" You know, it was a bit. It was a bit I don't know. Like, yeah, that. Well, I mean, McGrath. At least he condemned what he did. The dickwad from the shooters party. He wears it as a badge of honour. Of course he does. Yeah. Like there was a there's another interview, and I'll have to I'll put the link up to this where he was talking about the guy, the shooters and fishers dickwad, was talking about 
AVOs for dom- mm. they were domestic violence issue, and he said he wanted it to be amended so that when you get an AVO taken out against you, that the police don't take your guns because you, right, you have a right to go and shoot elephants. No, no, he said because the police don't treat the guns well, and the guy in the interview almost gets teary at the thought of guns being mistreated. Yeah, despite yeah. the fact we have a massive problem with fucking domestic violence. Yeah, like murder That's, of the murder of women in those situations by people who have access to guns. Yeah, and this dickwad, this. I just I have nothing but utter, I like I whatever you like your politics if you're liberal you're labor you're left you're right good as long as you have reasoning and as long as you want genuinely uh, I think both the, parties want the, she, the, the shooters party is they're just, fucking is, 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 is fucking ridiculous okay if the if the basis of your whole political ideology is that guns are important to you then you're <laughs> then you're a moron it, it's just there's no two ways about it. I that. think we should in all honesty we shouldn't be anywhere near no I think we should and if you if you genuinely think I want access to guns. They should do a deal where we send them to America. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll just say, look, free, give them a visa, get them out of here, you know, give them a job teaching elementary school. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite moments in The Simpsons, by the way, is the episode. One of my favorite episodes is where Homer gets a gun, but the, the great moment in it is when he goes to the gun shop and he selects his handgun that he wants and he goes, okay, fill out this form. And he, and he fills it out and he's oh, I see you've been in an insane in an insane asylum don't worry that only limits you to three handguns or less but you have to wait five days he goes five days but I'm angry now which <laughs> <laughs> is brilliant very good yeah pity Homer didn't realise that there's a loophole where if you go and buy at a gun show you can get the gun automatically yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just one thing like you know another person who I'm not fond of Howard there's one thing at least we got with him gun law reform yeah, because I mean, it is. You wouldn't have expected the, the other dickwad in Senate at the moment, the the libertarian dude, Llewellyn oh, John or something, David Johnson or something. Yeah, Dave, yeah, like some weird name. Yeah, he left the Liberal oh, Party nice. because of the gun change laws, yeah, yeah. and now yeah. he's in Senate. Yeah, he. It's funny. Oh, it's like he's a he's a really weird guy because on the one hand, he wants to pass marriage equality. He genuinely believes in that. And the other thing, he wants to give people more access to guns. Yeah. See, I'll, I'll change... You did a Simpsons quote. I'll give you a Family Guy quote. It's one of my favourites when Meg gets a job at Walmart and this guy goes, excuse me, do you have high-powered semi-automatics? And she's like, aisle five. And he goes, and a list of known local homosexuals. <laughs> it's like, aisle six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah it's... Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Is, it a, is that combination of policy, like, is he expecting uh, gay marriages to be like a hunting party? Like, a, you, know, you go along with your guns that are perfectly legal and take pot shots. Yeah. Or is he thinking maybe, you know, gay marriage, or well, marriage equality will be legalised, um, but only for shotgun weddings? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell does that work? <laughs> I mean... I'm not, I don't have a problem with people... Don't gave, think gave about him, it too much, getting married. Where's the shotgun? What? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, don't <laughs> think about it too much. Well, now that we've got the, the big issues mind. out of the way, we and we've talked about guns, I'm yeah. gl- I did that to sort of just check if either of you have guns. Mm. You guys are on the couch together. You're doing a nice little... You're getting along. We're, yeah. we're laughing. We're joking. Yeah. I'm going to bring up an issue that yeah. I think will we'll change the tone a little bit. Yeah. Now, you Ryan, you had to... You've pretty much, after the record, you've got to go. Whereabouts are you going? <sighs> I'm heading off to uh, Sydney FC game this afternoon, Sydney FC versus Brisbane Raw. Oh, Brisbane. And Sydney FC, Carlo, you're a passionate member of their rivals. I the, am. Yeah, the Western Sydney Wanderers. Mm. Um, the greatest team in the world, but the worst indeed. team in Australia. That, that's what <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, the greatest team in Asia. Well, no, it's a little, a little kick-off. They're off the bottom, uh, off the bottom now. Temporarily. Yeah. Did Jets play? Did they win? No, I don't know, actually. Yeah, it depends know. if Newcastle Jets win, we're back on the bottom. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a touchy subject, actually. It yeah. is. I mean, um, it's, is it okay? Because there is, there is a rivalry. Div- like, cause oh. the, how long have the Wanderers been around? Uh, two years. Yeah, 2012. Two and a half, yeah. 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 And yeah. there's a, a, like, a good yeah. rivalry. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, the like, derbies. The derby, I've been to a few derbies now. The atmosphere at those games. are pretty. They're some pretty amazing. Some of them have been incredibly close. Have you guys thrown chairs at each other before? At a well, derby? actually, I mean, oh. the, the tension in the room. You're right to point out that there, there yeah. is a bit of underlying tension in the room because you know I don't particularly want to have my legs broken by a Western Sydney Wanderers supporter. Oh. And you know, I'm sitting this close to one. I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. You could get I a think, bit upset. Uh, there's no coincidence. You're sitting on a red couch. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. I've, the couch got a bit damaged in move, so there are some black marks on the arm. So yeah. red and black. It's to appease the. <laughs> piece of one, the wanderers. Well, you know what? Your leg's broken. I don't want to be knifed, which is um, <laughs> oh, incidences that have happened with Sydney. You know. uh, See, yeah. I thought like, and for, you guys know that I have little to no interest in soccer. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Is I like my I thought Sydney FC? They're an eastern suburbs based team. Is that is well, that the angle? They're, they're all of Sydney. It depends. Yeah. Well, see, that's the Sydney FC line. The Western Sydney Wanderers line is it's this eastern Sydney team. Yeah. So is so, it? But I thought is it a case of like all teams like the Swans, mm. the Roosters? Mm. When they win, people turn up. When they don't, it's like Gravetown. No, no, or, Sydney FC is always or have they built good. an actual people that turn up regularly? They have. I mean, well, yeah. the Wanderers. I mean. Due credit, I mean they built an amazing yeah. community and built up really quickly, and it's just a yeah, it's, it was just, it's just an incredibly well yeah, supported team. Off. It's and amazing it's, how everything lined up for the Wanderers. Yeah. That you know, how yeah. many because how many members they got now? Oh, like um, eighteen thousand or something yeah. like that. Who'd have thought eighteen thousand people get parole on the same day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but then but then the other side of that coin is that Sydney FC have a pretty decent membership base as well. In fact, bigger than. But you than guys the, like the Sydney FC when they launched, you went for some big names. Like mm, yeah, you had well, some. We've been we've we've, we've gone on the mar- Bling marquee. FC. Is yeah, we're, we're described. Uh, they, they were not self-described as they were they self-described. Were... They were self-described as a glamour club, which was really poorly decided. And then they they got the label Bling Did FC they? by, by Bling naysayers, yeah, no, okay. no, which is which is perfectly fine to point that out. That calling themselves a glamour club was a bit of a fucking dick move. But they've moved yeah. away from that now. They sort of they're trying to be more community based, and you know, and they're playing some good football this year. Um, where I think we got up to third on the table last week. And who's the best? Like who's winning this year's comp? Um, well, believe it or not, top. Wellington is on top. Oh, Wellington, um, Wellington on top. have a team. Yeah, yeah, they do. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the first time they've been near the top. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's all, you know, a bit controversial too, apparently, because uh, if they do actually end up winning the comp, they're technically not an Australian club, so technically not um, eligible to go into the AFC. Oh, they won't put them into the Asian Champions yeah, League. Yeah, no, they won't. So, oh, so that would be a weird sort that's of turn up. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah, that's a bit uh, with um with the like because the Wanderers. Now, you're not going to qualify. Like, you're no. probably not going to make finals this year. Does that mean you can't no. play in the... the only, or no, is it no. because you no, did no, well last no, year? No, they won last year, so they're in it again this year. Oh, okay, so they're but automatically that's actually, in. No, that's actually not the truth. Like, I mean, apparently they think you're changing it, but actually the only reason we're in it this year is because we came second. Uh, in the A League, is that so right? you can we could win it this year and not qualify because we. Oh, like, I didn't know. I that. mean, maybe there's a technical mathematical. I don't think there's any mathematical chance we make no, the final. No. If there's a small one and we miraculously made it and we won it, then we, then we won yeah, the yeah. grand final. We'd go yeah. back in, but that's obviously. Well, I like to think that. Well, you, you, know, you certainly wouldn't get to second place from here, so you'd have to actually yeah. manage to sneak into the top six and then yeah. win it. And yeah. it's just not on, based on form this year, you guys are no, not I think near mathematically, that. like for the last few weeks, it's been mathematically possible. I think yeah. after our loss to victory. All jokes, three, as, oh. all jokes aside, though, I think we can, as bipartisan support oh. for, stop fucking punching each other and stabbing each other at games. I'd really rather just go and watch football. <laughs> I don't know about you. Oh, well, Carlos, let's, not let go. Yeah, <laughs> let's not go too far. <laughs> Talk to me when we're in the finals. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Right. Know, we're gonna have you gotta you gotta have something. You know, you gotta, this yeah. season you go to a game, you want to see a win. We can't win yeah. on the. We can't obviously can't win on the pitch. We've got to have something to win. We've got to be yeah, able to win yeah. off the pitch. Yeah, you know, right. Most laceration. I remember a quote once. It was a bouncer talking to the media. They were saying what causes violence in Kings Cross. He goes. You get all these bogans who come into the city and they're looking for a fight or a root. Yeah. And he goes, they're all so fucking ugly that they can't get a root, so they always end up with a fight. <laughs> wow. Like so, a- so solve the violence problem in King's Cross by getting in some ugly women to root them? Is that what you? Well, is that I the suggestion? I so, yeah. Yeah that's, um, yeah, that's a bit unfortunate. But yeah, there you go. Well, there you go, the boys. Oh, Very just- well. See, now, the way you guys have talked nicely, there was a few oh. jab, but nice... No, 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 nothing was damaged. So only because, only, look, only because it's your new house. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to cause any property damage. Because, um, yeah. like, I'm testing my theory as peace broker. Next week, I'm going to get oh. someone from ISIS and someone from, and a Jewish person on the couch <laughs> to see if I can, you know, talk sort issues. Yeah, right. Wow. Well, I think now that, we, now that we've covered the big issues, oh. the onions, the, the soccer, I think it's time for our regular segment, Ryan's Random Questions. Ryan. Happy to get started as soon as I hear my theme music, Mark. Oh, you ask for a lot. I do. You ask for a lot. What, which one are we using? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember which themes. Hang on. Right, no questions. You went back to the original. That's great. I know. No one picked out that for the last couple of weeks I've been humming the Cosby Show tune. No one picked it out. Not even Lester, a man who puts. No one's really to admit that they went. Watch the Cosby Show recently enough to remember the theme. When I moved, like I had to cull a bit of stuff, but yeah, Cosby Show season one and Bill Cosby's biography made made the cut. They're here. Only because you couldn't end. No one, not even St. Vinny's would take. Yeah, they're, right. they're in hiding. You, <laughs> chuck, you chuck it in the bin, and the bin just repels it back into your hand. Yeah, yeah. it's next to my Hey Dad box set. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one: 
do you think that it's enjoyable in any way to move house? If you'd have asked me this yesterday, I would have thrown a box at you. Um, it's not, but it is. Like I got lucky. I got some good people to help me out. Um, shout out to former guest Justin Anderson who came by. Did a couple of carloads. Couple my um, future cousins Ben and Andrew and mate Kurt who gave us hand. It was it was fun once we'd done it. Yeah. But geez, last Friday night I was up all night. Surrounding dust, but just throw, you get to the stage, you think when you start, you're going to organize, so you're going to put stuff into bot, you're going to cull, you're going to, yeah, yeah. by the end of it, you're just grabbing you're just green bags. Throw, you're, I think you're yeah. garbage bags is, yeah, yeah it's yeah. now I've been through that before, yeah, yeah. But I mean, now that I'm here, I've got a blank canvas of a place. I mean, the TV's set up, the podcasting gear's set up, yeah. I've got a bed, I'm fine. It's a bit minimalist at this stage, I yeah, like it. Sort of yeah, nothing. Yeah. It was a couch and a chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an empty book sh- a bookshelf. A bookshelf with no shelves on it. Well, that's yeah. like, you know, your caps yeah, lined I up. Got my caps, yeah. caps yeah. lined up. I, I got my desk here, but we did, because you know how like when you move, you always forget something? Yeah. I forgot, like the last thing, we're driving over and I realised I left my toolbox. You were driving some cattle over? No, I'm driving a car. You and your semantics. You said, you said, you said droving. Droving, driving. Well, I was, I was in the passenger seat. I wasn't and it's a bit further west, but it's not so far west as to be like rural land. Yeah, we yeah. had the wagon. We packed <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But we got over and I realised the one thing I forgot, or well, two things. I forgot my alcohol. I had yeah. a couple of bottles of port that for special occasions. And I forgot my toolbox, which has all the little bits and pieces for my desk and my shelf. So I couldn't, can't put anything together. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, let me know if you need any tools. I've got some yeah. tools. Yeah. Well, I, 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 well, yeah, I do too, but I've got to go fans, get them. So what was that? You know a few Sydney FC fans? Hey! Oh, wow. I was going to go with like what you've got Leicester Diamonds <laughs> yeah. number. But. Isn't it just like a Western Sydney Wanderers boy to, to stick the knife in when you're trying to be helpful? Okay. <laughs> Um, what about you, Carly? You said before you'd stayed in the same place for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, so no, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that to is that to avoid the move, or are you just really well, happy no where reason. you are? No, well, some yeah, like I say, you can't leave Summer Hill. When, as, as <laughs> I'm impressed that you're like. Do you rent or buy? Rent, and it's gone up. Like um, I'd imagine it will, because yeah, like eight years in a one prop. Well, yeah, it was like through the roof I mean, when I went there. It was I'm starting to wonder if I've gone mad and just misremembering the past because it was two hundred and sixty five. A week wow. for that place. Two bedroom or one? Two bedroom, yeah. And it's yeah. now four forty. And I think you were saying that place was four fifty, so it's probably mine's probably gonna go up again. No, nah, you're um looking at I mean you've been there eight years yeah. and it's double like oh eight divided. I Edge HQ when I first moved in, it was four hundred and I can't remember if it was it was four ten or four twenty. Say it was four ten. Yeah. Mm. And when we moved out just on 10 years later, it was 800 yeah, yeah. Mm. Now, we used to get like a $20 a week increase. Yeah, that's what we're getting. But we've had, we had one year where it went up 130 Oh, jeez. Mm. And then this year, just as we move out, it goes up 70 bucks. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. I mean, it's, it's a it's du- du- double. Yeah, well, it won't though because the supply is not coming. Yeah. But um, but it, but do you remember the last move you made? Did you do you enjoy? Yeah. Do you, oh, I went do you all the like way moving? from Dulles Hill to Summerhill. No, not really. So I'm ha- like partly there's no reason to because despite the rent going up, it's like not like it's that's because it's it's gone up absolutely everywhere. So there's no reason to. It's where I lived very close to the train station. It's um, it's he's got it like in all yeah. honesty, his location is great and the yeah. building like if the apartment's anything like the one I saw, it's a nice place. Yeah, like, it is a nice place and yeah, it's horrible to move. So, yeah, it's absolutely. yeah. I imagine I, 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 you've I've, been in your place nine years. I have. So, I've been years. there for nearly a decade. Do you live? Uh, in uh, in the inner city near 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 Alexandria. Yeah. Right. yeah. So um, my I always say about moving that it combines two of my least favorite things, and that's cleaning and lifting. I just can't <laughs> stand. I hate moving. Can't yeah. stand it. It's that's the worst. Right. And that thing that you described before about. Yeah. You, you start off all noble and organised, and then by the end of it, you just you're chucking things in boxes that you haven't seen before, and just just so you can get the place empty in time. This is how this is how badly organised I was. By the end of it, we moved into this place, and we came here last week, and I cleared out the mailbox. It had some old letters, and I thought, oh yeah, I'll just go return to sender and put them in a post box. Mm. I was unpacking last night. Those letters went to my old house, and then I bought them back. Yeah. They're now here. Like I just packed them because I was just like I cleared my desk into a garbage bag. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. that I didn't even need. Yeah, yeah. It's just stupidity. Yeah. Cool. Fact, All I right. said the boxes from when I moved that haven't they're still sitting there. You keep your moving boxes. Yeah. You're not a well, hoarder, they had, are you? I haven't unpacked them. So actually, like, 
Well, See this? If we, if we, we should have been thrown out. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got yeah. stuff, yeah. If you yeah. haven't used something for eight years, or eight years, years, yeah. I think maybe it's no. Hang on. When did you move in? Two thousand seven. Oh, I thought you said. In my head, I had ninety seven. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, that might, yeah. In I was 18 like, years. Why have you been yeah. there eighteen years. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Question number two. Do you like negotiating for things? Like, do you like when you go shopping? Do you, if you go to the markets or if you go and buy white goods or whatever, do you actually like doing the haggle? No. No. No, I just, I don't. I used to, but I, I don't know. I don't like it. Like I got when, I don't know if I've told the story in the car, when my fiance bought her car, yeah. we had to negotiate with the dude, Dragon. Big shout out to Dragon at Toyota Lidcombe. And we negotiated for three hours just to save $300. Yeah, right. And when I got out, Jen's like, we should have got more off. And I'm like, I oh, just, I'm, I'm, we're not getting those three hours of our life back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a hundred dollars. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like the stress. I don't, I'm not one of those people. I don't like to lose things. So the thought of, Oh, I'm not going to get that washing machine. No, I don't like it. Yeah. Right. I like online shopping now. Cause you can price compare. You get your, you get your, I bought a fridge this week and rather than haggling, I just went online. Where'd you, where'd you get it from? Bingley. Did you, you say so you didn't ask for a discount? No, because I bought it online. <laughs> I went to I went to Good Guys, Harvey Norman, Appliances Online, and yep. Bingley. Yep. Bingley were fifty bucks cheaper than everyone. Yeah. With your factor in delivery fee, they were still cheaper. So yeah. Yeah. Right. What about you, Carly? You like to you like to no. haggle? No. No. It's, well, it's extra human interaction. That <laughs> I just don't need. Like I just like to you know. Keep it as simple as possible, quick as possible. Yeah, and yeah. Get away from the the purchasing situation. Yeah, yeah. I got to admit, like when, with the rent, like when we were this place, I did my research. I know I know Summer Hill now. Like I've mm. I've looked at probably forty apartments in here. Yeah. Right. I know the average price. I know what some like the one we're in here. We the average median price is four fifty in Summer Hill. Mm. I think this one we're paying a little bit more than that. But we did that just because it comes with a car space, a garage. Does yours have a garage? Yeah, it does. But we don't. I don't. I don't need it. It's like twenty bucks or something a week. I'm, that's been wasted. Anyway, you realize you, you should put up a sign. You could I've rent it out. I've been thinking about that ever since we've moved in. And I've got a mate who it. needs to set up a meth lab. <laughs> well, fair enough. Well, unfortunately, it's shared with someone else, so you probably have oh, to get a joint. Oh, yeah, no, no. I've, I remember that place. Yeah, you share it. Yeah, yeah. You should just put up a communal sign. Like, yeah, hey, I have thought 20. about it. But, um, but then again, you get then someone might find out and they might tell yeah. you strata. It's a lot of hassle. It is. So, yeah, I'll tell my mate with a meth lab. Al, Ryan, you got a, you got a garage? Have I, have I got a garage? No, no. We've got a communal underground car. Well, I did, car, meet, so. I did meet a guy and we were looking at a place. It was the other end of Prospect, uh, the other end of Prospect Road, mm. nowhere near where we are here. And he, this, it was a gentleman, it was him and his son. And we're looking at the place and he goes, does it have a garage? And I go, yeah, mate. He thought I was a real estate agent for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's downstairs. He goes, because I've got a lot of machinery. I need to set up a machine shop. And I'm like, yeah, right. you should not be looking at a block of apartments in a semi. <laughs> I said, mate, maybe go a bit further out. Like noise-wise machines. Is that what you mean? You shouldn't be? Yeah. He's a metal, like he had a metal yeah. lathe, which oh, are insane. Can, like, can you imagine? imagine your neighbours? Yeah, yeah, no. You got the grinder going twenty four seven. So I it? gave him your real estate's address, Ryan. He's yeah, moving good. Next yeah, week. good. Cool. Do you um, like to negotiate? Uh, look, I, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I just with big electronic stuff, um, I just presume that like white goods, like your fridge, for example, mm. I just assume that those stores are putting a, a markup on it because they expect people to come in and ask for a hundred bucks off. So if you don't, you kind of yeah. I, gen- generally speaking, with that stuff, I'd always just I'd always just ask the question, you know, can you do any better than that? And then they always do. They always come back with some money off and, and then I just usually take that. And so I went it. to Bingley a couple of years ago. I think I was looking for a TV. Hmm. And I said to the guy, I said, how much? And it was, I can't remember, say 1200 bucks. I said, and, and, can you go any cheaper? He goes, oh, we don't negotiate. And I said, it's your fucking slogan. Yeah, yeah, Everything's yeah. negotiable at Bingley. And he's like, oh, I'll see what I can do. And in the end, I was like, uh, and he goes, Bing is long gone, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I am. Well, when I bought my TV, just as an example, um, I... I found the one that I wanted in a store that was too far away. I didn't want to bother getting it from there. And so I went to this other store and found it there as well. And it was more expensive. And I said, oh, well, are you at least going to match the price that I found in this other place? Only thing is I'd forgotten. I had I misremembered the, the price and I actually said $100 cheaper than, than it actually was in this other store. And they just said, yep, okay. That's good. So, yeah, like See, I got a decent price off of that one. That happened with us. We Jen's car, we 
the Toyota dealership in Penrith was selling it for f- 300 bucks cheaper than the one in the city. Yeah. And we said, look, can you do this price? I'm like, no. And I said, but your other one. And then three, hour, three hours later, we got the price. Because yeah. I just... My, like, we, I played this game well with him because I... We had to... Like, we were doing the negotiating back and forth and... He kept saying, like, he goes to us, he goes, I know that the colour of the car is important to you. Yeah. And I said, mate, I'm colourblind. I couldn't, couldn't care less. <laughs> and then after an hour, he goes, and I know you need this car now. And Jen's like, no, we need it in about a couple of weeks. Yeah, and yeah. then finally he goes, what will it take for you to drive away today with a car? And I said, the price we asked for two hours ago. Yeah, right. And he finally relented and we got it. Yeah, right. The other, I mean, one of the re- the thing I had in my head actually when I was when I brought the question up was when I went to Thailand a couple of years ago, and people just get into like a bit of a negotiation mm. fever when they go to, to Southeast <laughs> Third Asia. World countries. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I found it quite You're like desperate. I, you can... Yeah, I found it quite distasteful. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, you you're effectively talking about an extra two bucks or something for a cab driver who's working his ass off, or yeah. or some vendor in a street. You, you know, you, you're literally taking. 50 cents off them that they that's really means a lot to them but yeah, means nothing, but to, nothing to you um and in the end and, and it's almost like because I, I traveled with a group of people mm. it was for a mate's wedding in the end um i got so sick of like the, the competitive behavior with it too like how much how good are you at getting bargains that i just started lying to my friends oh how much did you how much did you pay for those board shorts oh you know 50 baht which is like well under the price you could possibly get them for well you must be really good negotiator yeah i am but i was just paying whatever they asked me <laughs> you know i didn't want to i didn't want to say pay. that like before you were here like i was killing time i was watching tv one of those amazing the amazing race the american version oh, yeah, was yeah, on yeah. and i was just sadly edge i haven't got an aerial yet so i'm limited to how many channels i can watch and they had these people they were in bangkok and They'd gotten a taxi ride and they're trying to pay the guy in American dollars. He's like, no, 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 but. And they're, they're getting really angry. This is American money. It's worth more than yours. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. it's fucking Thailand. The guy has to, and they, like, they were so angry. They, and they're going, that guy was really rude. And he was a bad driver. And it's like, yeah, yeah. you fucking, this is why people hate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cultural cringe oh, overload. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Do you think that funny T-shirts are a good thing or a bad thing? And do you have any? Joke T-shirts, you know, something funny written on the front of it. I, I, you say that. I, and this is another element of Summerhill being awesome. I was down the shops today, and a guy had a Rick James, I'm Rick James, bitch T-shirt <laughs> on. I gave him that yeah. nod as like I appreciate. He gave me yeah, the yeah. nod, so I, I'm yeah. for the funny shirt yeah. as long as they're not obscene. Yeah, yeah, like as long as it's not like you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it makes me smile. Somebody gave me a T-shirt once, and um, back in the Howard era. And it had um, it had a cartoon, basically, of Howard like sniffing up the bum of George W. Bush, oh, yeah, yeah. and like I just felt embarrassed oh, yeah. to wear it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. someone gave me um, a t-shirt, and it was like George. Bu- it was a, like a picture of implied of pubic hair, good Bush, bad Bush, and George Bush. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, the crude one is uh, is just a bit bit much to take. But there's another guy that actually I see him every. He must work night shift in the city. When, if I'm in the city, I've been in the city a couple of times for some meetings. And this guy, he's always a big guy. He wears shorts and he's got a big t-shirt on. And y- you know when you see something written on a t-shirt, mm. I want to read it. And his goes, "I'm not really a people person." And yeah. I'm like, "Well, why wear the fucking shirt? Yeah, yeah. Like it's attracting my eyes. To, like I'm. He could walk past me every day, and I'm. But every day, it's the same shirt. Yeah, yeah. I saw one the other day, um, and it was actually at a cafe I went to, and it said on the back had the slow. It had the the Pizza Hut logo, and it was changed, and it said Pizza Tits, <laughs> and on the front, what? on her breasts, were two slices of pizza. It's just bizarre. And, it's not even witty. And yeah. and I and I just thought yeah. I just thought I just what, what kind of attention are you trying to seek? Was a guy or a girl? No, it was a girl. Did and you sort of walk up to her and go, huh, "Pizza slut"? No, hut no, slut. Yeah. You, you just like mook, mook tits and then have the McDonald's. Actually, like, at least, yeah, at, least yeah. at least that would be a play on the McDonald's M. Like, I, you know, yeah, like, I, I but a friend of I, I my, a friend of mine, Gina, she she was an, she used to she was an exchange student in Japan, and in Japan. They love English words on T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And but they don't realise what they, they were. And she they bought mean, yeah. one back that just said "spank, spank, spank." But she goes, "There are ones over there that just say dirty cock guzzling slut, <laughs> filthy hoe bag." Like because they've just got no no concept. Yeah, yeah. But do you think was this case of? No, no, they no? knew exactly what it was and obviously thought it was funny. And I just thought to myself, you know, you, you, you're actually asking for people to point and laugh at your breasts. I don't really understand why you would want that. 
I just don't, don't understand it. Some, there's a great comedian, Jimbo. He's an Australian comedian. If you haven't seen him, check him out. He's great. He's got a true story. He tours around all the mining towns, like the really rough gigs. Yeah, yeah. And he saw possibly the best slash worst T-shirt ever. It was a guy walking around Karatha and in big words it said, don't panic. And underneath it said, let's not turn this rape into a murder. Oh. You've got to be pretty confident to walk out of the streets with that. You'd have to be, yeah, you'd have to be an A. A place like Karatha is probably a literal yeah. statement. You'd have to be yeah, well, Save me from yeah. saying it. Like, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's disgraceful. Yeah. What, no, an, and, what, an, yeah. what an a-hole. Both yeah. the person who came up with a t-shirt and the fuckwit that's wearing it. I think he needs to have his guns taken off him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So there, what, what about you? You, you said you, you're not... I, I, I disagree with you. I, I said uh, when they're crude, when they're too yeah. crude, I, 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 find, I, just, I, I just find that embarrassing. Well, I just find it embarrassing to wear them. Like, I actually don't, I don't want that attention. <laughs> but then again, <laughs> so, I, my, dad worked, like, my dad used to run a foundry and the best gift I ever got him, mm. and he loved it because he gave it to his mate in the foundry, Jimbo, the comedian who I mentioned, he had a line of merchandise and his big t-shirt was, I fucked a goat. Yeah, right. And it was a his and hers with I fucked a goat and then the girl would wear I am the goat. And my dad, I gave my dad the I fucked a goat tish and he gave it to his mate and his mate wore it around the foundry like a badge of honour. Yeah, right. So I think maybe in certain clients, yeah. you know. Well, I think it's like, with, that's the thing with that type of humour. The problem with it on a teacher is there's no... There's control. No, there's like no context. Yeah, yeah it's like every, absolutely everyone is going to see it. If yeah, you're yeah. Walking past them. Whereas, yeah, obviously there's a time and place for. Do you think maybe it's time like, for us to launch a Comedy on Edge t-shirt? Like, yeah. you know, this isn't a funny t-shirt prick. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> you know I like the idea. fuck off and listen to the podcast, cunt. You know? <laughs> I, like your idea. I think we can make some money here. I like your idea of an un-Australian t-shirt. The un-Australian? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we'll yeah, I stay we tuned, ladies and gentlemen, theunaustralian.net. We'll yeah. get that. Um, so there you go so ladies and gentlemen check out we're going to have some new merchandise coming out soon check out theunaustralian.net thank you guys for listening now you want to want to hear for, I think now that Carlo's a local uh, yeah. well, we, I'm a local no we're a local he's been here forever you might hear him more often but if you want to catch up then Carlo you're on Twitter at uh, Carlo Sands one word one word just Carlo Sands not yes. Carlo Sands one word that'd be That's a really right. long handle yeah. and you're on Twitter Ryan at Ryan the Crawford so check him out I'm on Twitter at MW double underscore OH see you'll follow me so you'll find out who I get blocked by Comedy on Edge <laughs> is also on Twitter at Comedy on Edge and thank you guys for listening if you're on iTunes give us a rating a review or just give us a t-shirt slogan idea um, the more the merrier thank you guys for listening and Ryan hit the music <laughs>